and how like almost insignificant your ego is you know like you know you, you are everything like you know you're you are the universe experience thing itself like that's that's like the basis of um my belief system but your ego always trying to attach itself to to like to things um <clears throat> and the easiest way for it to do that is through like fear anxiety uh depression um making you feel isolated but you know really and truly um everything you need is like now you know everything you ever need is in this present moment so there's nothing really to worry about or stress about i don't think that's Lawrence Chotto, and this is episode 254 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach, and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier and more fulfilling life. And each week we hear from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. On this week's episode, I am joined by Lawrence Chotto, who is a 19-year-old content creator with over 320,000 followers on TikTok. And he's someone who is undoubtedly wise beyond his years. I first came across Lawrence during 2020 when this young man was sharing such hard-hitting spiritual truths and really looking like he was walking the walk that he talked about and he wasn't just reading some quotes from a book or something like that. And he really fascinated me as a person as I was so intrigued how someone so young could be so wise and knowledgeable. So I'm really excited to have Lawrence join me for this conversation today. In this episode, we spoke about finding wisdom in silence, understanding the depth of consciousness that we share and what happens when we die and much, much more. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear in this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love today. So before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to take a quick moment to shout out London Media Lounge for sponsoring this episode. They're a content production company with a great studio in Northwest London. They've got YouTube spaces, podcast studios, massive green screens. They also provide you with a team of editors, creative development, social media assistants, and so much more. They'll basically create your own special content creator package for you based on what you're looking for. So why don't you save the time and focus on your business and let the professionals handle your content production. They're super cool and easy to work with. To get in touch, just head over to londonmedialounge.co.uk and let them know that Alex sent you. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Lawrence. Lawrence, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm great. Thank you for having me, man. No, pleasure. I think, do you know, I just thought about this now, as just as I hit record, I think you're the youngest guest I've ever had on the podcast. So I'm honoured. You're, take, you're taking the honour right there, man. You're taking it. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. And I've, I, do you know what? We, we've been chatting a lot like before hitting record, which I kind of wish we recorded some of it, to be honest. <laughs> um, but I've been holding off on this one question because I wanted to make sure it was on record. Like, yes. I'm really curious about your journey. Like what, what inspired your journey into like spirituality, self-development? Cause like you're, you're a young dude. Like when I was your, your age, like, I'm not going to lie. My life was a mess. <laughs> like, so like what, what started that journey for you? Um, the exact same thing as you. And, and again, thank you for having me. And um, yeah, the exact same thing as you, my, my life was a mess. Um, and my, my head was as well. Uh, my belief systems weren't really like in check. Um, and it was like one day, um, actually let's go, let's go way back when, yeah, and, man, and you don't mind me, <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind me talking about, uh, drugs, do you? No, no, go for it, man. If it's part cool. of your story, man, I'm, I'm here for it. So, um, well, first of all, I suffered from like eczema, uh, I had like a, a pretty bad eczema, which was like a result of stress, um, from my childhood. And, um, I started like smoking weed to relieve the stress. 
um and for some reason uh weed just had a very like significant effect on me it just um because the sciences it's just like it uh makes your neurons or your uh brain receptors like fire faster so so the pain uh you've experienced or um the trapped emotions in your body is like almost released um and because of my childhood being like fairly traumatic like it just released all these emotions and you know i was having like revelations downloads from the universe kind of thing you know now that i think back to it and it set me on this really like spiritual path which like nobody understood because i was just that guy you know um started eating very healthily um and then eventually i just found like my action would go uh then i started realizing oh um you know it was a mindset shift that that kind of like you know i changed my inner world and then my outer world also changed i started spending more time in nature and i started doing the things that my inner child loved um which set me on to like creating content on TikTok to kind of like find a like-minded group. And ever since then, I've just been like gaining more knowledge through books, through podcasts, through like inspiring people like yourself, connecting with people like yourself. And it's been a good journey. Yeah, I love it, man. And it's like, I think that the, the thing that I really resonated with you was like, you're, like I said, you're quite young, man. I hope you don't mind me saying that, like in comparison to, to most people who, who, share the kind of wisdom that you do right and i was just really interested like every time i see one of your videos pop up on tiktok like i'd be like bro this guy's like he knows what he's talking and it's not you can always tell when someone's just saying something because they've read it versus mm. like saying it because they live it mm. and i was like I this guy that. is like he knows his stuff like i can tell yeah. that he's he's putting this stuff into action mm. and i was like it's he's so young though like how does he <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like yeah. how yeah and I think it's amazing because I don't know whether you think it's a generational thing like the the because I'm I'm you know a bit older than you but like mm. well probably more than 15 years or so near around about older than you so like my generation grew up and it was like it wasn't cool to talk about stuff it wasn't cool to be spiritual it wasn't cool to be into personal development it, it was you know it was just about cool to smoke weed <laughs> do you know what I mean and like <laughs> hang out in the streets yeah, um, yeah and that sort of stuff so like do, do you think it's like a bit of a uh, uh I don't know whether you you know put yourself on like the gen z bracket or whatever but like it's a generational thing where it's like it's become more um accepting for people of your age or your generation to like be more open and not just to talk about it, but just to be more open within themselves. Oh, 100%. Um, I feel like things have changed so quickly. Uh, if I look back, you know, from the the start of the decade to to, to now, um, like from the, from the early 2000s to now, things have changed like dramatically, um, you know, in terms of like how people express themselves, um, social norms are, are changing. Um, and also technology, uh, you know, technology has increased our accessibility to these kind of things. You know, if it wasn't for, for TikTok, you know, I, I wouldn't know, uh, about like philosophy, uh, or like stoicism and, and all these like popular kind of, um, tropes that, that like, you know, people, people like, you know, I think there's too, there's too many subcultures now, uh, in this day and age to like, not have a different sort of identity to you know because before people were put into like brackets i'm pretty sure um of like oh because you're this color you can't be hanging around with this sort of people mm. and whatever but the the boundaries are are slowly eroding in my opinion and yeah 
and I want to embody somebody who like you know creates their own sort of identity I don't ever like hold myself to any identity I, I like to just be myself and do how I feel kind of thing and and Kanye West has been my biggest inspiration in that I have to give him credit for it <laughs> mate i rate that i'm mate mm. i'm you're talking to a massive kanye fan so like i, I, to, I totally resonate with that man and mm. it's like like he i think his i think he's so misunderstood like and 100%. this i find this really interesting because like i don't know if you, you i mean you probably did like heard his um podcast i think it was last year with joe rogan like to me that was such an eye-opening conversation in terms of like kanye and where he's at within himself but also mm. like the way that his mind works and the visions that he has like you can see how like in one tweet or like one post on Instagram or one two minute clip, like people will be like, wow, what on earth is this guy on? <laughs> when you, but do you know what I mean? But like when you put it together with the whole picture, it's like, it makes so much sense. The guy is like a, he's a visionary. He wants to push the boundaries. He never wants to mm. be comfortable in himself. Not, and not for any bad, like, don't get me wrong. So he, he's had his struggles like with his mom and all of that stuff, mm. but like, he's someone who's been willing to always put himself out there. Like when he came on the rap scene back in my, like probably when I was your age, now I'd have been younger to be fair, but like he was wearing the stripy polo tops and the backpack and like every other rapper was like baggy jeans, like all black, like, you know, yeah. bandanas. And he come on like full of color, like, you know, uh, glasses with no, no uh, lenses in and all this sort of stuff. Mm. And it was like, he was just being like a, a pure embodiment of himself, whatever that meant to him yeah that, that's so fascinating to, to see a human being do you know it's it's so inspirational to see someone doing that and that's what's definitely like bringing uh the the, the culture forward in a way is uh you know people embodying these these traits and i have a very like out there kind of um explanation for this so you know i, I believe that and I, I we kind of alluded to it you know how in our dna we have philosophers who you know who were like generations before us we have the warriors and we have um uh just other archetypes of people and it's all in our dna like this this stuff you no know, energy never dies it's still all in us um and i feel like we're coming to the point where people are able to go within more um and discover these parts of themselves that they can express um in in different ways um I would like to think of an example, but not it's not really coming to my head. Oh, okay, actually, no. Um, you know, like Ryan Holiday, for example. Yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah, of course. Man. So I'm reading his book called Conspiracy right now, actually. Um, and he's like uh, very into stoicism, and you know, it's like he's he's read so much on it. Like now, it's like a part of him, and he uh, is able to show you a practical way of how to, uh, to to use stoicism in this in this day and age in the 21st century um which i think is all coming full circle now so everything all the all the truths from the past and you know people now are starting to embody it freedom of expression um you know the right thinking and and we're able to like uh increase uh the growth of society so much more from from implementing these things which is a good thing yeah, mate. And do you know what? It's so funny. I was having this conversation the other day with with my coach, actually. And he he comes from an Indian background. So he was like, and, and I was saying it to, to, to someone else as well. Yes, it's like the work that I do, like through the podcast as a coach, I see it as like continuing the work of my ancestors. Like my, my family is all pretty much Italian background. So we've probably got links somewhere to the Roman Empire. 
Yes, and I'm not saying like I'm related to Seneca or Marcus Aurelius or like any of the Stoics. Like, I might be, I don't know, but probably there's some relation to someone who who learned from them. And it's like the Stoics, their role in society was to be one of counsel. People would go to them to seek counsel, to seek advice, to understand themselves better. Yeah. And I see that what I'm doing now is just a continuation of that in a newer age, in a more modern age, in a in maybe a slightly different way, because we're able to to share things online and it can get seen by millions of people or or just 10 people or whatever. And I think like that in itself is amazing because when more people start to embody that and start to realize like we're no different to the Stoics, we're no different to the gurus in India, we're no different to you know the 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 monks from nepal or whatever like we're all sharing the same energy we're all embodying we're all in embodiment of the same energy like Sorry. you can you can learn to tap into that yourself that that innate wisdom that's in us it's it's that's, that's such a beautiful poetic way of, of putting it we are all from the same source we originate from the same like energy um so you know you saying about you you may or may not be related to seneca uh, which is quite funny is is the <laughs> You, you are because we're all from the same energy source. Yep. We're all made of the same matter. The, the trees that you look at and see, anything that you lay your eyes on is an extension of you, um, which, which is very poetic. Um, and, you know, this, this truth that, that I have and like know very well has got me to where I am because I don't, I don't judge myself or judge other people. Um, I do, of course, but like <laughs> not all the time. Um, I'm able to see past it and say, okay, I'm looking at this person. They're obviously a reflection of me. What can I do to um, improve myself or love that part of myself? And then that, that allows me to, um, to, to just grow and not like, you know, say to myself, oh, maybe I should, you know, work a normal job or maybe I should, you know, because how am I going to change the world? Like all these negative thoughts are just, there's no point in listening to them because, when you follow that truth, you know, you can do great things with it. Yeah, for sure. Like, mm. I'd love to know more about how you, that understanding that wisdom, how, how do you go about embodying that in like your day-to-day -day life? Okay. Um, so psychedelics were a great <laughs> groundwork for me. Uh, as I mentioned already, weed was like a psychoactive. Um, and then I did LSD and, and shrooms uh, pretty later down the line. Um, and again, that, that removed my ego completely for like an hour or two, however, however, however long it lasts. Um, so I was able to just see how all my thoughts are stopping me from embodying my true self. Um, so then I started to like question, oh, what is truth? Like, what, what is the truth? And I was reading this book called Within You is the Power by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Um, he wrote this, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And he just said, the truth uh, is in the silence. Um, the truth cannot be told. The truth cannot be spoken of or whatever. It, <clears throat> it is the all-knowing, unseen truth, you know. And, and where can you find that? You can find it in meditation, um, you know, by like listening to someone when they talk instead of trying to talk. So just, I used, to, I spent a lot of time um, and I'm getting to my, getting to the to the answer very soon. I spent a lot of time um, like trying to talk and prove myself and be the class clown. Um, and now, when people are talking, I like I just like to listen to them and 
you know, not try and like force my point too much and, and just like be silent in, in meditation or yoga or these practices. So that's how I mainly do it. And I do it like in the mornings. Um, so I get like that good grounding for the rest of the day. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know what? I think you're it's so true. Like there's so much wisdom in that silence. And there's like a, there's a philosopher who's, I don't even know if I call him philosopher. I guess he kind of was a guy called Sid Banks, who, who I've been listening to a lot of his stuff recently and, and reading a lot of his books. And one of the, the things that he says is that the one thought that everyone is always seeking is the one of no thought. Mm. Like we're always trying to seek the wisdom and the, the peace and the ease of that silence, but we're trying to do it through the power of thought, which you can't do because it exists beyond the yeah. thought that exists in the silence and i think when you when you step into that like when i'm coaching for example like 90 percent of the time i'm listening you know i'm sitting there like present i'm listening to what someone's saying when, I, when i'm recording a podcast you know a lot of the time i'm listening and it's like being really present with that person allows you to hear what they're actually saying and when you're really hearing what they're saying on a deep level you can speak to that if they if they if they sound like there's some resistance or frustration or even excitement like you can speak to that in them mm. and you can build the conversation and the relationship from there whereas if you're just you know caught up in your own thoughts you're caught up in the thinking what do i need to say next what should i say what's the right <laughs> thing what's the wrong thing you're ne you're never really listening truly to them to to have proper deep communication well, that's right that's right uh, i i love that because when i first did my my podcast interview uh, first ever episode it was with my friend and you know when we click record it's like we, we couldn't even like get started because we just didn't know what to talk about um and I started to shift like the attention from myself and my own thoughts to, to him and it just changed you know so it, it is always like a learning curve some people um you know were brought up with that um like being told they're like the center of things and you know by their parents and stuff like but then as you grow up you realize how much more there is and how like almost insignificant your ego is you know like you know you, you are everything like you know you're you are the universe experience experiencing itself like that's that's like the basis of um my belief system but your ego always trying to attach itself to to like to things um <clears throat> and the easiest way for it to do that is through like fear anxiety uh, depression, um, making you feel isolated, but, you know, really and truly, um, everything you need is like now, you know, everything you ever need is in this present moment. So there's nothing really to worry about or stress about. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And, and that's it. Right. And I think that's, that's the role of the ego. It's the role of thought, isn't it? It takes us away from, from, from being present and what is because it, and it, I know like, you know, there's, there's maybe some people listening to this now and they're like, what do you mean? There's like, no, there's no problems in the now, in the present. I've got these bills to pay and I've got this, you know, toxic relationship and I've got this and that. But it's like, when you really understand like the the essence of it, it's like, okay, that those, those may be situations that are happening outside of you. But right now inside, if you sit in silence and in the quiet, there is no problems because it's just that ease and that peace that you're seeking by wanting to solve all of these other things. It's like it always exists within you, but we're always looking outside of ourselves to find it in something else instead of looking at the source of where it comes from, which is us. Yeah, um, it's how we react to things always. 
you know that the the bills uh can can be um a way almost like a test for well maybe like uh let's not use that uh example because i haven't like necessarily experienced it yet but but for me um i trade right so um i trade forex uh which is a very stress stressful thing to do uh when you're not um in the present uh so it's taught me a lot about emotions so so when like when i lost a lot of money i was like oh no like i'm losing money this is awful um <laughs> as everyone would do um but then it's like down the line I've taught myself uh, discipline, um, how to control my emotions. Uh, I've built a strategy and, you know, it's like all the bad things that have happened are happening for, for something good. Um, and then, you know, in, in relation to um, <clears throat> the, uh, the present moment, um, when the, the price is moving or whatever, like no one knows what's going to happen next. So, you know, the market isn't against you if it hits your stop loss, you know, it's, it's not because the, the market was out to get you or anything like um, that's your ego talking again. It's just about going with the flow. Um, and, you know, if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. There shouldn't be any emotion when it, when it comes to trading. Um, it's meant to be like a, a very cold uh, emotionless game. Um, so that's like a very good philosophy. Trading has given me so much like knowledge. It's, it's a joke. It's so mm. funny. <laughs> what else would you say you've learned from from your experience with trading then oh um so much so so um hmm, let me think uh my 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 ego and uh my need to prove myself because when i'm in like green i'm like telling everyone oh trading is amazing you should get it. you know oh i'm so good at trading you know my ego is all like inflated and i'm walking around like i'm you know, and then when I'm red, um, then I feel like, you know, um, so it taught me a lot of like how my self-worth is based on results, mm. which a lot of people, I mean, it's pretty much nation, like universal that, isn't it? Um, so yeah. Uh, but then now it's kind of taught me that, you know, it's not like I created the price movement. Um, it's the in institutions who are, who are doing all that. Like I, I just basically hit a lucky guess and use the correct like risk management or whatever I did. But if I can just repeat that strategy over and over again, um, without emotion, then that's when I win long-term, but like, you know, yeah. And also, uh, uh, short-term pleasure against long-term, um, achievement as well is something I've learned, which is pretty big. Yeah. That, I think that's a pretty big one, isn't it? Like, mm. because it's so easy to look for the, the short-term wins and the short-term pleasure over actually the journey of what it is that you're doing right mm. and it's like you know we can look at life as a whole like it's a journey it's a it's an experience that we have and it's like we if we can if we spend most of our time searching for those short-term wins like you know the the next job uh promotion the next new car the next uh new thing i can buy clothes the next holiday the next whatever then we're always going through life seeking the next win to, in mm. our eyes. And when we don't have the win, we, we feel like we're losing. And that's where we can become uh, dissatisfied in life is because we feel like it means something about you to not, to not always have these wins that you've, you've created in your mind as a win. 
Mm. And it's like when you attach the meaning to that and, you, and you're saying like, I need these wins in order to be, to, 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 to feel some kind of worthiness about myself, then I'm not surprised that a lot of people feel, feel dissatisfied in life because you're, you're, again, you're seeking the pleasure and the, the purity in life in other things other than yourself. You're putting the onus on something outside of you to bring you the pleasure, which you can just have right now. And mm. when you don't have that pleasure that you think you should have from that thing, you tell yourself you're worthless, but you're not, you're, you're, you're as worthy as anything and anyone in the world, because you're here, you're, you're, you're here now, mm. like you're living, you're breathing, you're, you're having this experience on this like floating rock. Like, <laughs> if that's not a win, like, I don't know what is, man. Oh, bro, honestly. And one, one statistic um, is that the chances of being born is one in 400 trillion mm. that's like more wealth than than anyone has ever you know got in in this life um or, or ever 400 trillion that's a huge number like that is that's huge yeah. <laughs> and and you have like been birthed out of the stars uh and the planets have aligned and your ancestors have survived just for you to be sitting here in the comfort of a house you know with um the internet and limitless information, you know, family, friends, laughter, joy, you know, it's, it's fucking amazing. Life is a trip, you know, it's, it's ridiculous how, how this came about. And I, I strongly believe that we're destined for even more after this physical body dies as well. You know, I genuinely believe that. And it's like something that I can't ever be like, um, swayed from that truth, you know, so what do you think happens then once once we die? What, what do you think? I mean, it's hard to, to, to have an answer for, right? But what, what do you think that experience is? That's a good question. Um, so obviously I speak for myself, uh, but I just genuinely believe that, you know, our consciousness is the only thing that's real. Our, like the awareness is the only thing that's real. Now our, our awareness is um, filtered through our five senses and it's filtered through the 1% of the electromagnetic spectrum, which is from like red to violet. So they're the only colors we can see. And the five senses are the only senses we can, we can, um, you know, <clears throat> interact with the world through. Um, so, so this is the, this is the human experience. Uh, and obviously the other awareness is, is thought, um, and speech and language, uh, but then when your when your consciousness uh, sorry when your physical body dies or your and your brain dies i believe that consciousness is like almost like it leaves your body um call it spirit you know consciousness can be called spirit or something like that um and then it goes back out into the universe or wherever it goes <clears throat> and then it can like almost choose its next sort of like destination either it wants to reincarnate in a physical body uh to have another life lesson or it can be one with the source again you know the original consciousness which is i believe is love um is like the strongest uh force which is very very nice isn't it you can tell why i'm so happy all the time <laughs> i've just got no worries <laughs> but that's what jesus that's what jesus spoke about yeah he said, you know, the kingdom of heaven is within and that um, love your neighbor, you know, his only two teachings were love God and love your neighbor. 
because yeah. that's what we are. We just love. And we've chosen to, to enter these bodies, these flesh suits on this earth to like experience this reality of like duality. That was quite cold. Like, I should I should be with Wretch 32 <laughs> <laughs> with rhymes like that. Um, yeah, this duality to experience the other side uh, to, you know, and like the, the, the analogy of Adam and Eve um, when they ate the, the fruit of good and evil is like the the ego like the the splitting of of the um the polar opposites of like love and evil like for us to experience it it means we get to learn more about ourselves and learn more about our shadow self um and experience trauma and and stress and fear which makes when we do leave our body it makes it so much more worth it you know because we're able to experience like that side but anyway that's just me <laughs> yeah no, I, th- I think it's super deep, man, and and it's like, mm. and it, I think this is the thing. It's it's it's. I think a lot of people don't don't try to consciously understand what that experience could be once we once we you know move on from our physical form, mm. and you know because of that, people you know have a lot of fear around dying, right? Like either subconsciously or consciously, there's a lot of fear around death, right? That's In the ego way. fearing it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I will no longer exist. I'm not going to be here. So I, therefore, I need to make the most out of this experience. And that means I need to go and collect all of these memories and all of these um, experiences in the world and all of this money and all of this stuff that I, I trade my, my um, time on this earth for. Like I need to collect it all in order to prove that my time here was worth something. And when you actually, you know, from what you're saying is like realize that we're all we're all sharing the same consciousness anyway like we are one consciousness like we're all it's the consciousness of life that allows us to be aware of our existence Mm. so that consciousness that we have doesn't go anywhere like if i if i die tomorrow like the consciousness still exists it's not my consciousness yeah it's just consciousness (laughs) so like that's always going to continue to exist right and as we were saying before that is just uh, uh, energy that is going back into itself and therefore is staying within the, the energy of the universe, which is then going to you know, be shared into maybe another life form or, or hopefully a tree or something. I don't know, another planet. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, but like, when you deep it for real, it's like actually that means that our experience, our life, our day-to-day life, our, our time on this planet whether it's you know 20 years or 90 years or 120 years like doesn't have to be as complicated as we can make it <laughs> like and we can make it as complicated or as uncomplicated as we want you know and that's that's our choice in some way yeah that's and, right and most people don't realize that they have that choice you know we, we are we are creating it we are, we're creating the entire experience um you know, actually, uh, let me speak for myself because I say we all the time. But I'll, I'll just say because if you don't believe, like, if you're listening, is this live? By the way, just wondering. No, no, we'll, uh, oh. we'll be going out there, and, we, and that's. And I think when you realize that the, that 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 our experience is is entirely created in thought, like, then you start to realize the power that thought has and the choice that we have in some way and how we respond to some of the thinking we have. And that's yeah. the other thing. Like, <clears throat> pe- people talk about my thinking as if it's like they're thinking and they own it like it's like this is my thinking it's like me saying this is my oxygen like i'm gonna like this is my water that i'm gonna it's just mine like 
it's not it's just thinking that it's passing through you in the moment and it's like when you realize that you don't have to react to every bit of thinking that you have it it, it means that the conflicts that you have become quieter your mind becomes quieter because you're not it, like yeah. oh like i'm upset i now need to go and do this or oh this person's angered me i now need to respond like this it's like oh okay that's something that happened and you can choose the experience that you have of that that's right when you realize you have that choice and yes, I do remember what I was going to say, and it was exactly along those lines, um, is where, um, you know, I, I feel as if um, my consciousness, um, you know, just it's like experiencing itself through, <clears throat> through thought. And all these thoughts are just like coming uh, and going. They're like frequencies. Um, and if you're in a low frequency, you're going to experience like low, low vibrational thoughts, which in simple just means if you're like in a fearful state, or you're worrying or you're stressing, you're going to experience more anger and you're going to be more impatient or impulsive, uh, as opposed to when you're meditated and you're, you know, you're like in a good, happy state, you're going to be, you're going to be like, Oh, what's the next thing I can do today? You know, you're going to be like a child. Um, so yeah, I strongly believe that, you know, you, you create this. Um, and, some people might might disagree with that and i would have disagreed with that because i'd be like oh why is this happening to me why is this happening to me it's not happening to you it's happening for you mm. so you know nothing no no hell is going to last forever on this earth you know you're going through whatever you're going through so that when you do see the other side you can be more grateful for it and then those thoughts of gratitude will just pile on and pile on and pile on. And then you can start experiencing like, you know, heaven on earth essentially is what it is. Cause it starts off with one thought of gratitude. And like, even in the times where I was going through it, like I still was, I was grateful for nature. Nature's going to be here forever. So that's like eternal gratitude. Cause I'm grateful for, you know, for, I would go out for a nice long walk, um, you know, or I'm grateful for um, just being alive and having good health. You know, there's things that you can ground yourself in that makes you grateful. Um, and again, like your brain will get and your mind will get more used to those thoughts. So the consciousness can be filtered through those thoughts as opposed to the negative thoughts. And I thought what was quite funny that that um, <clears throat> that pause we had where like, I couldn't remember what I was going to say. Like my mind could have easily filled itself with, oh, this is so awkward. Oh, <laughs> oh, is he going to cut this out? Oh, you know, like, you know, all these different thoughts that yeah. go around your head that race around. But like, instead, you know, just I, I've got to the point where because like of meditation and stuff, it's like I can just find silence and find peace in, in that moment um, because it's just separating the monkey mind from the, the higher consciousness, mm. essentially is what it is. And I was having a conversation, um, sorry, with a ven venerable tree Dao. He's a, a monk on TikTok. Um, and he says that all he has to do is shut his eyes and there's nothing there. And I thought that is amazing because he like meditates for like five hours. Mm. Ridiculous. Do you know what? I've always thought with monks here that I wonder what it's like because, you know, you go to I think, monk school or whatever, you go to the ashram or whatever, right? And you, and you learn and you, you sit and you meditate and it's quiet and it's peaceful and you do your tasks and it's all very mindful and it's all very, um, you know, um, concentrated in, in like a container, right? There's, you go about your day with all the other monks and i've always wondered like what is it like for for a monk who comes out of that after many many years like two three years five years ten years back into society 
Mm. Like how, how do they, you know, transfer those learnings and that mindfulness across? Because you've got a lot, a lot more um, opportunities to move away from that because things come up, situations happen, events unfold, people say things, do things. Like there's so many um, variables outside of you which look like they can cause you to, to react in a negative way, but they don't really have to if you know that you're the one who ultimately chooses how you, how you experience that moment. But I've always wondered for a monk, like, what's it like? Because you, you're coming from like this, this solitary, quiet, still place into like the busyness of society. Like, and mm. do you know what I mean? Like, what, what's that transfer like for them? Um, so, so he has a TikTok with 100 no, 1 million followers. Wow. Um, so he's very popular. Um, and he is actively in society. Um, so he like does rock climbing. That's one thing he told me. Um, and that helps curve depression because, you know, again, you're fully focused in the moment. You're not thinking about the bills or the, or the family or the cat. You're, you're thinking about, you know, the oh wait, like you're thinking about, Oh, uh, if I slip up, I'm going to die. <laughs> Essentially, you know, that's what you, <laughs> exactly you're in the experience and he made a tiktok uh, actually uh describing nirvana or that state of of um full focus and he says um and it went like very really viral um because he was talking to um a specific tar target audience of of gamers and he says oh you experience nirvana whenever you play games because you know you're you're fully in the experience like when someone's shooting at you in cod you're not thinking about anything else. You're you're in it. You're fully in the experience. You're trying to dodge it, trying, <laughs> trying to hide, trying to get yeah. the armor packs on. Yeah, that's exactly that. And there's there's no other thing you can be doing in that moment. So we just said, see it as like in real life. You're here now. Be here now, uh, and experience like what reality is in front of you. Uh, and you will never, um, you know, have like a, a stressful thought again. And obviously through meditation, um, you can enhance this ability of focus um but yeah uh, to answer your question he he uh because it's not necessarily that they go into a monastery to, to meditate they, they go into their minds to meditate mm. and like even if they go into society and there's you know cars and there's like people and all these distractions they're still so grounded in their mind that not everything is like a, a, a waking dream to them almost like they'll probably find something nice to do like sit on a beach and and chill you know <laughs> they're just doing their own thing they're on their own like frequency i guess mm, yeah and you know it's funny because like i i i was a really like big meditator for probably four nearly five years right meditate pretty much every day like you see use headspace and um you know on the app you can track like you have a daily counter so it's like you've done two days in a row 10 days in a row whatever whatever and there's a few times where i'd, I'd managed to do 100 days in a row or like one time I got to 198 days in a row, I think it was, and I was pissed because I didn't get to 200. But anyway, beside that, like, so I like someone who meditated a lot and something shifted for me recently because I realized like the state of med, the, the, the practice of meditation is different to the state of meditation. Mm. Like the state of meditation is our natural state. Like if we, if we, you know, like when you have your, your iPhone and you go into the settings and you go like, uh, uh set to default factory settings like if you could do that to a human like you're going to be resetting your default factory settings to a state of meditation and just ease and and calm like babies like babies are 
a meditative state most of the time. Yes, they cry. Yes, they, they, they want things, but they're still in a meditative state because they don't have any other thinking or thought or beliefs going on. So they're just this, this pure state of, of, of meditation or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And I realized that for myself uh, recently, like in, I think at some point last year, and I just stopped meditating. So I was like, well, if that's the case, I don't need to meditate in order to reach that state because I already am that state. I just need to experience it, you know? That's powerful, man, because I'm on the same sort of um, thought pattern as you because I used to, it's so funny when I think about it now, I used to wake up and I, and I used to like set my alarm and say, I have to meditate at this time. Then I have to yoga, do yoga at this time and I have to do that's not meditation. <laughs> You're, I'm just applying the same thing, like to then uh, doing a practice. Mm. You know, I'm applying that same monkey mind sort of like way of doing things as I have to do this meditation or I'm not going to feel good. I have to do this yoga or I'm not going to feel worthy. Mm. You know, I'm playing the, I'm play, playing the same sort of like program, but just applying it to a spiritual practice. And again, a spiritual ego is so easy to fall into. It's just like so easy to do. Um, and yeah, like I meditate when I feel like I have to, uh, but you can meditate on anything, you know, <clears throat> someone watching this video, like really listening to my voice or, you know, looking at Alex's hair, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you can really be in the moment yeah. um, in anything. And obviously, you know, your, your breath is also an anchor to your consciousness it's like something that grounds you um not like realizing when you're not breathing rhythmically uh is another thing to do um but yeah man you're always in a state of meditation whether you like it or not it's just it's just you're experiencing um through different thoughts you know mm. you're replaying uh your past like you know these events that have happened to you and you're blaming other people or you're like you know thinking about uh, something really nice or whatever you, it's just like consciousness is just playing around uh, all the time <clears throat> and when you can like separate from that you just realize it's all like just happening like life is literally a trip like you know that that's my favorite saying now <laughs> it's literally a trip like we come into these like bodies again you said that floating rock analogy it's like it's so simple but it's so good it's it's just um just it's actually just crazy to think about <laughs> yeah and it's funny because like, I always think like the best place to, to experience a meditative state is in the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it's like, you know, when you're like in the shower, there's like no, there's no like external stimulus. There's no, you, you know, you, you, there's literally nothing. You haven't got your phone. There's no, you might, okay, some people might have music or whatever. But if you don't have music, like you're just in these four walls or behind a curtain with water hitting you on your head or your back or whatever. Mm. And I always experience so many thoughts that passed through my mind in that moment it could be yeah. like what did I have for dinner yesterday like you know that argument I had with someone two weeks ago that thing that I said by mistake on the podcast or you know <laughs> the book that I've been reading or you know whatever like where, when's my next paycheck coming like whatever like it's just yeah. so many random thoughts mm. and it's like what I what I've realized is like that's because it's our natural state and don't get me wrong like I still think meditation is an incredible practice for anyone because it allows you to recognize the way that thought works. Like if you sit somewhere for five minutes, 10 minutes, just in silence and just being aware of your thinking, knowing that you don't have to react to it, just be aware of it. 
you'll see the most random thoughts pass through you. Like, honestly, you'll be thinking about like, oh, I wonder what like turtles are up to this time of year or like just the most random. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like mm. when you recognize, oh, actually, this is always going on. Like there's always these random thoughts passing through me. But what mm. happens is, is I tend to grab onto one that I don't like the look of or I do like the look of. And then I add some personal meaning to it. And then I wow. create a whole story and experience around that. <laughs> it's like you realize that that's how we're experiencing most things is like we're just grabbing this thought. And then mm. we're using that thought to create the experience that we have in that moment. And like I found that that meditation was a really great, great way for me to recognize that. Like, but now I feel like it's not something that I need to do in order to 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 experience that because I've done so much of it. I can I don't want to say tap into it all the time, but like mm. I understand the way the mind works that passes uh, thought is passing, it's always fleeting, it's always coming, it's always going. It's like it's only as permanent as I make it. Yeah. But I, I love that from you. That was um that was very wise. That whole that whole um statement um it's gonna have to be an ig clip that one yeah do, do that <laughs> i don't know what time we're on but make sure you keep a note of it <laughs> um yeah bro that's that's amazing um i i just i just uh just love these conversations they're so like stimulating uh you know i, I love just being able to to get um like wisdom from somebody else i think that's that's my like my favorite thing to do is to have a conversation um Come, go outside myself for a bit um and it's the same thing uh you know with robert green that's what he was telling me like he's he's great he's very wise um and he was saying you know like if we were just in our own heads all the time life would get boring you know some, sometimes you have to step outside of yourself and see that uh in you know that new perspective in someone else you know get riled up for a second and then like agree with them the next second like just just see you know people's perceptions and um, it can be like a very enlightening experience. And, you know, I, I want to have conversations with people who I don't even agree with because I don't get angry. I just get like curious, like, oh, this is how you think? Like, interesting. You know, tell me more. I, I couldn't really get get why people uh, people get like annoyed. And I think the, the media plays a big part in that personally. Uh, it's like division and mm. us versus them, vaccinated versus unvaccinated that stuff i don't want it to get too uh political but yeah like out outrage culture isn't it it's outrage culture yeah, and i yeah. think like because I, I had this conversation the other day with with a client of mine around out, out he actually we're talking about cancel culture but uh, it led on to like talking about out, outrage culture which is basically the same thing uh, it's like i find that the reason that happens is because people have a misunderstanding of where their feeling is coming from they think because someone has said this thing or acted in a certain way it's made me feel a certain way but it's only the thinking that you have about the situation that's created the feeling that's not to say that if something that that person has done has all of a sudden become good it can still be a bad thing that they've done it just doesn't mean that you need to think that it gives you a feeling and therefore feel outraged by it and need to cancel people because like think about like you know in in like all of the the like roman emperors and like people who have existed over thousands of thousands of years like how many of them would have got cancelled do you know what i mean like they were, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like hitler would have been cancelled but like it's like oh, people, do you know what i mean but it's like 
now it's like we 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 make it like such a big deal on like cancelling like over the smallest thing because we don't we don't come from a point of understanding like what you're saying is more mm. powerful to come from a place of like where does that person have to be in their life or what beliefs do they ha- must they have in order to think that way or to to take yeah. that action it's interesting yeah and it, it builds it builds more compassion like there's more there's more of a of a want to understand that person yeah yeah even um i was having this is funny um i I was i was uh in my room right and there was a guy who walked past my accommodation uh and and he knows me and he said something about me like behind my back essentially to some person i heard him because my window was open and i was like oh fuck like that was really annoying like i was thinking of all the possible things i would do to him like if i saw him you know like you know playing in my head um and then today I spoke to him, I had the conversation with him, we sat down and we spoke about it. And like, I was just intrigued, like, you know, what, what gives you the right or the, or the nerve or like, what makes you feel like you have to talk behind my back? Like, why don't you come and talk to me? Because I personally would go to someone and tell them, you know, this is what I think about you. I don't care. You know, end of, end of the day, this is like what I believe. Um, and I'm very like enforcing in that, in that aspect. But there are some people who are like, you know, they won't say it. They'll be really nice to your face and then they, they'll go and talk shit behind your back. <clears throat> so instead of me getting like completely riled up, we had a just a long conversation for about 30 minutes. Um, it was a bit heated, but we didn't obviously, you know, um, we didn't feed into it. Uh, but then he ended up telling me like, you know, all of his like li- his life story and what he was going through. And there were so many similarities between us. And there were so many like things that could have led to the way he is now which makes me just think about when you start off as like a young child, you, you start off as like innocence and you just want to, you know, have fun. And then things start happening to you. People start saying sick things about you and they start labeling you and you start accepting these labels. And then you're like formed into this, into this character who is not actually you. It's a product of society. Um, and that's the way I think, I think people are like almost like personal projects in a way. And we're all just experiencing the world through different lenses, essentially. So it's really nice to get to like the the bottom ground, or is it the middle ground? I don't know the, the term uh, <laughs> of where uh, their behavior comes from. Instead of just like getting angry at them and fighting, because I think that's um, a dangerous way to go about things. Because it's like you're immediately saying, "Oh, I hate that person," which also means you hate that part of yourself. And there have been times where I've talked about people behind their backs and it like, it made me remember, Oh, I've done that before. Mm. Would, would I like it if they came up to me and punched me or would I rather them sat me down and said, why did you do that? You know? So um, it really just comes down to like wanting to understand the other person because they are indeed an aspect of yourself. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I think, I think when you come from that place of understanding and compassion, you drop a lot of shit. Like you drop a lot of like, hate you drop a lot of conflict you drop a lot of anger frustration sadness like and you just feel you know uh, uh, like a shared love with that person and it doesn't mean that you love them like and you want to like be their best mate you might never want to speak to them ever again but it just yeah. means that you're not holding um a, a conflict within yourself over that that person or that thing or I even think- just a split second where like you maybe you you, you feel like you're gonna start shouting at each other and then you like kind of like sit down and you let your guard down for a bit like that can be very freeing Mm. you know knowing it doesn't always have to go that way 
yeah i think freeing is the key word there isn't it it's like mm. there's there's always that opportunity to free yourself from anything yeah yeah um because yeah like um there have been there's people that you know like i still i still like replay oops, the things in my head about like what they did to me and and how i can like get them back for it and stuff but like it's all a game i'm playing in my head essentially it is again just the the way that i'm experiencing the world through my mind but like when it when it comes to like me seeing the person um you know i won't do any of the things i was thinking about so like what's the point of wasting that mental energy in the first place you know mm. um jim carrey talks about that actually he, he was he's great he was saying about how um you know you create scenarios in your head with people um and and you know why are you playing these games with yourself you know just just sit down in a quiet room and just be at peace you know that's the, that's the most freeing thing you can do for yourself it just it shows like compassion towards yourself and others as well um but yeah jim carrey's great yeah his his uh, i don't know if it's his actual instagram account but like jim jim carrey's here or something like that like i don't think he has one yeah i think it's like someone just taking his quotes and stuff but like it's a really profound account to follow like there's so many like gems of wisdom that he shares and like if you watch like, a lot of his you know you see the clips doing the rounds on tiktok and stuff like that like and, and and on the old instagram like you know page but like take the time to actually listen to what he's saying like he speaks a lot of wise truth you know mm. <laughs> that's right and, and you know it, it's not just jesus who can give you the answers it's not it's not just you know um prophets that are like you know that existed ages ago there are like modern day prophets existing mm. you know within many of the younger generation i don't want to include myself that's so like <laughs> but like people who are um you know just even like kanye west like man he's just he's a mate like people people just don't see the side of him that that um would make you like you know almost not praise him but like you know he's 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 proven to everyone that it's it's doable mm. and like how just speak your truth uh and you will create you know like what it is that you're meant to be here for and if people can just like see past all the the drama and you know i i strongly believe again that's like a, a game of his where he's trying to get like more album sales <laughs> yeah. but if people just see past that and and can see like how far he's come with his art and with his um mission you know he's 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 a good he's a really good guy you know in deep down in his heart as we all are um but yeah he's he's my favorite example because he's so loud and everyone knows who he is yeah for sure man for sure mm. um well dude this has been uh, a, an amazing and fascinating conversation man and <laughs> i, I want to thank you for the time um before we sign out is there any final thoughts or any final words that you want to share with anyone who's listening um i do want to say this, this is what something's on my mind um i remember when i was like back at like 25k and you know you were like commenting under my tiktoks and and you made a video of me and you were like these are my top five like mm. favorite uh, tiktokers and bro that was like the first moment i felt like you know i felt absolutely amazing and, and i remember it to this day like, the feeling was so good i saved it to my camera roll everything i was just like watching it over and over again um and it just meant a lot and like how far we've come since then 
to us talking now is just it's just so cool and it's a really like humbling experience to be talking with you so that's literally it oh amazing man that's sick yeah. like uh, i appreciate that because that was like that was out of just pure again pure love man it's like yeah you know there was there was a few account i can't remember who the other ones were i think it was like dr julie smith and and, and a couple i think i put, think i put bijan on there as well like just mm. a few of the accounts that were really resonating. i know bijan i remember bijan now i remember yeah him. they're really resonating with me and i was like yeah like and i wanted to share your account because it was a smaller one as well like i did that purposely because like the others were like you know hundreds of thousands or whatever and i was like mm. this is a guy who's like he's young but like he knows his stuff you know he's talking <laughs> truth um so yeah I'm, I'm glad that was received uh, in, in in that way man that's nice to hear that's really good man thank you <laughs> pleasure um so where can people keep up to date with you and and find you online and anything else that that you want to shout out yeah um list lawrence chotto lawrence with a w uh on um tiktok instagram and youtube um and whatever link i have in my my bio just come through join my discord um, that's where I just have people who are like-minded and we hang out and talk there. So yeah, come, come through, say hello. Nice. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it, man. It's been a fantastic conversation. Appreciate it. Thank you. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I would love to know what is your biggest learning from this conversation today. To do so, hit me up on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi, DM me and let me know your biggest learning from this episode. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send it to them. Send them the link or a screenshot because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I want to continue building a community around this podcast. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change. And you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. I want to thank London Media Lounge for editing and producing this episode. And I want to thank Hobgoblin Beats for providing the sick music that you hear. And as always, I want to thank you for spending the time with me today and I'll see you for the next episode.